0: That boss
1: special no game level hello internet and welcome back or welcome to the official level two podcast episode 66 otherwise known as 66 we're close to execute order
0: 66
1: do you know what that is no my name's Keegan, one half have to love to you, this is Tom. <laughs> he clearly does not understand Star Wars references. Execute Order 66, it's Kill the Jedi. Kill all
0: the Jedi. It is 66. Yeah, you that's what I said. we're close to episode. No,
1: 69. Wait. I meant to say we're close to 69, but Execute Order 60. My brain did another joke, and then they came up with a better joke, and you didn't follow the joke.
0: No,
1: no. <laughs> execute not. Order 66. My, my
0: brain doesn't know how to deal with your brain. Execute <laughs>
1: Order 66, is Kill the Jedi. Gotcha. How you doing today?
0: I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. Um kind of chilling been uh been a pretty good day today i think recording wise just fucking up my green screen get out of here get over here. get in your hole um we've had a we've had a couple good shows um knocked him out it's been a while since we've been back in the basement it's been a week i was here last week no but like we were recording non-podcasts yes. last week uh it's, it's nice to be recording podcasts again um, it's
1: been a week It's been a week. Uh, If you don't know, the official Level 2 podcast is where I pick a topic. We then play a game in the middle, which by default has become Name This Game. Name That Game. And then uh, Tom picks a topic at the end, and we talk about stuff. my topic is, I feel like I, I need a spiel for this. I don't have a spiel. But before I jump into my topic, I'm going to tell you a little housekeeping. Uh, if you want to, you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash 2 We do live stream there. You can hit us up on social media, which is Instagram. is level is level2gamersSTL. Twitter is <coughs> level2gamersSTL. Or you can hit us up in Discord down in the description. There's a link down there because that you can't make your own little link because it's a lot of letters and numbers. So Discord slash gobbledygook. Click it down below. Uh, or or you can go to our new website that we're going to talk about. My topic is the new Level2Gamers.com. So if you've been with us for a little bit, you know for the longest time we used to say go to Level2Gamers.com to check out the YouTube channel. You can't do that. No, well, you can through a, another way. Uh, but if you go to Level2Gamers.com right now, it'll take you to our lovely website that we have going on that I kind of said, fuck it, I'm doing essentially what happened um i made a website
0: i think it was the text that i got i was like okay
1: <laughs> yeah i'm going with it cool it's a work in progress we're going to soft launch it and that soft launch two days later became a, this is what we're doing yep uh it's still a work in progress uh i literally right before we started recording Uh, I'm sure it might actually be captured if we're good we could cut back to it but I don't think we're good enough to do that I might be Um, too tired to cut back to it Um, but I said like the reviews I kind of want to rearrange how those are organized in here and that kind of stuff but the website to me because we started changing the recordings to the podcast every other week or we said we we're going to do every other week we haven't done that yet but we're in the process working of doing on it, it. yes <clears throat> uh but the website to me was like i don't want to say a stopgap for that but there's a lot of times news would drop either the day because we record on tuesdays as you guys probably know but stuff would come out on tuesday after we recorded or throughout the week when we're not here and by the time the podcast goes up there's new stuff we want to talk about and we haven't talked about it so we need a place to put it up and in a timely manner and that's what the website's for did you get all that i did cool did you get all that cool um but no so the the big thing for the website to me is i wanted a, a hub for everybody for some people to go to and the hub included f- the big thing like i guess selling point that's not the right word but the big kind of emphasis i wanted was news because i felt i feel like a lot of times we miss a lot of news and a lot of little things that we may not want to talk about like game releases or whatever and it's like oh hey this game's out like literally the first the the news article right now is the ninja clash of carrots out now would i say that in the podcast for a detail probably not i would do like a release date but i would do i wouldn't do like this game's out we say it's out but it goes in detail kind of about what it is where you can get it pricing all that kind of stuff yeah along with the launch trailer and all that jazz so i just want to talk a little bit of like the mentality behind the website what kind of the goal is for it and kind of how it's gone because it's been officially a month a little little less than a month no it's almost exactly a month it was the fifth I think is when we started or fifth or sixth and it's now the fourth as we're recording September 4th um, so how do you feel about it I
0: like it um, I mean the it's nice to have a place you can go to to put either instant thoughts on something down or like you said like when something comes out specifically like either stuff that we wouldn't normally include in the regular podcasts or just we get a lot of like Press releases and stuff that I feel like we don't do anything we don't really do anything with them because we you know We might play the game or whatever like if they give us a key for it But we're not necessarily able to help promote that thing You know that this indie developer has taken time, like years of their life, um, putting together in the best possible light. And I think this gives us just another avenue to do that because the whole point of our show is to shed a light on these indie developers that are making these unique games and these kind of like pushing the industry forward uh, games. And we don't always get. Time to do all of that in an hour-long podcast. So having something that when we get a new bit of news from terminals, or we get a new press release in our email inbox, or whatever, we can just hop or on. Or something here.
1: drops on Twitter.
0: Yeah, or some random thing happens, or we like cat. Like we we've caught a few weird things, like the the golem thing, uh, trademark slipping, and you caught the PS4 in the background of the uh, Xbox PUBG mm-hmm. thing. Like those are things that or like, the
1: uh, the mother gunship update that happened that they dr- announced on Twitter, and within I think twenty. 20- minutes i had an article up ready to go explaining what they talked about
0: yeah so like catching that stuff early and putting it up is is really cool um the site definitely like we need to do more work on trying to like put um some of the the reviews and like the podcast sections making them a little fancier in a way it is bare bones but it is but it is a good start it's It's, a solid start it's like our channel
1: if you look at like where our channel came from when we first started not like i'm gonna say the iteration we're in now because first started we were Completely in left field compared to where we are now but if you look at like the podcast like even just our layout of the podcast visually they started out as couch conversations the couch conversation then became a podcast where we sat over there i believe recording
0: a couple times in front of the table
1: yeah and then we sat over here with a green screen and then we made the green screen fancier by putting this little overlay around us and things progress as time has gone along because it's only just me and him uh are the the main factors behind this thing and we have friends like bertrand and josh uh both did articles for us josh did hyper hyper gun review and bertrand did a first impressions of fear the wolves fear and the wolves fear the wolves fear the wolves um so i'm excited about that and we want to get more and more people on board with it we want this to make make it like a collaborative thing.
0: Um. Yeah, that's part of it as well is the fact that, like, right now, like you, you mentioned, uh, we do pretty much everything. So we do have people that help us out and have helped us out, uh, specifically like with things like PC gameplay. Um, shout out to Blue Moon. Um, but, like, there's there's certain things that we just don't have access to do, but we still get given keys or whatever for it. So we'll ask one of our friends, hey, you know, we'll give you this key in exchange for some gameplay that we Game can play post Gameplay or give us your impressions. Uh, yeah, and uh, so we do have friends that help us out but we wanted to open it up more the idea really like ultimately down the road being that we have this kind of hub network of us and people that we trust implicitly with their with their content to make a a sort of indie IGN if you will It's. It, I mean we don't want to be IGN but we do want to we don't have steal people's shit. no uh, but we do want to have something that's just kind of like a catch all for our reviews and interviews and, uh, and new releases and news and stuff um, but specifically focused towards those that are underserved in that area uh, because I mean if you're going to have a channel you may as well have a purpose for your channel so our purpose has always been to help not only indie uh, developers and even indie VR developers, but also to help content creators too, which is why we do this podcast, because this is for the folks that, that make the content and want to know how to hook up with uh, developers uh, and get their games and uh, and make their own content out of that. Um, I mean, we've actually um, very recently got to see the massive success of someone that uh, we, we met as a shy, timid uh, girl at... Um, well, it was IndiePop, wasn't it? The first year at IndiePop. Well, your, um,
1: your first year. <clears throat> yeah, my, my first year. My second year. year.
0: Um, through one of our um, panels that we did. And now she's, like, just crushing the game with, like... She had 200 followers, 200 think, like, followers in, like, on 200 followers on Twitch and, like, 50 people watching her regularly. And, I mean, she's killing it. And it's great to see that because that's something that, you know, uh, came from from knowledge that we had learned and departed. And even though, trust me, she, she earned that on her own. And cause she's, she's amazing at what she does, but it's nice to feel like some of the stuff that we've imparted to people has actually helped them in some way. So I love the, the helping the content creator part of it too. Um, so yeah, I, I want to, I want to, get more content creators. I wanna like bring more people on board and have them create content. And even if it's just a writing, because some people don't wanna be in front of a camera. You know what I mean? Like if you can ask someone to write a review or something, I know certain people that would write a review in a second, but they mm-hmm. would never wanna be in front of a camera or doing an overdub review, like like the ones that I do, um, just because either they have trouble like reading um, and, and having like emphasis on emotion and stuff at the same time, or they just don't like cameras. <laughs>
1: They the way they sound i mean that's yeah. the other thing too like there's people that are very self-conscious of the way they sound when they hear themselves on a recording i've mm-hmm. gotten to the point where i've recorded my voice enough and like, I, this is me yeah um yeah i i, I like it because i wanted to like you said you kind of want to expand to make it more collaborative and i've reached out to a few people to kind of see what their interest is and you don't want it like if they're already existing content creators you don't want them to do something specifically for you but you have a, a template you got to fit them in Uh, Like for the review with Josh. He's like, hey, what does it look like? I go This is the template we're planning on using going forward if you could follow this Which his review was very similar already to that He just had to tweak a couple things here and there because we do non score based he did a score based one We prefer you didn't if possible things like that So and the other thing like for shining a light is that also then from our perspective is does two things one it gives us content for the website that then will bring people into the website and two. One of the things I, I really wanted to emphasize when somebody made an account with us on, on our website was as an author was put your name and potentially put your link in there and like promote yourself because this stuff is you. It's, this is your content. It, it's hosted on our site and we're linking back to you and we're doing all this stuff for you, but ho- it's, it's, it's a way to help spread people that are doing good, some good work. Granted, they have to, again, they have to fit the template of the individual. And people and that
0: want to start working and don't really know how. Like Josh has been talking to us, uh, not not last minute, Bertrand, I'd yeah. say that. Bertrand has been talking to us about doing stuff for a while, and we just like, haven't really found the perfect fit of uh how to do it of how to do it. Uh but then he went ahead and got himself a nice new PC and stuff and he appears to enjoy the written word. Um maybe more of the videos for now. I'm sure at some point we'll get him in front of a I mean, camera. He's, but he's, he's a busy not, guy.
1: He's not afraid of a camera. He's in a rock band.
0: Yeah. I mean he's, he's a busy guy, so uh I don't know if he's necessarily got time to really go through and he's like played edit all the something Scrolls down. little bit
1: more than a little because you've been on tour
0: or something. Yeah, so, you know, as something just to kind of like, you know, get your thoughts down about something. Because a lot of people automatically write a review of something without even thinking it when they're playing a game. They Mm -hmm. they have thoughts. It's just like some people can eloquently uh, put those across better than others. And those people should write a review. Yeah, and uh, and we'll put it on our site. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I really like it. Um, I I wasn't sure to begin with, as mo- most of your projects go. But um, I think you did a great job, and I think that it's going to be really useful, especially for future. Yeah. Uh, as far as analytics and everything, I'm sure you can talk to that. I was going to say it's been doing pretty good.
1: From a from a well, I was going to say from a content creator. If you're a content creator, there's a couple things you want to think about when it comes to visibility of your content. Uh, thing number one is can people find it and that's search engine so that's google is the big one bing uh yahoo whatever else ones duck, are duck, out there go. duck duck go ask jeeves if that's <laughs> still a thing <laughs> what other <laughs> weird search engines did i use back in the day
0: ask.com metacrawler was the one. never used that one it was it was a it would take all the other ones and put them together
1: put it, uh, put it in one black hole yes. do you ever use black hole mm. apparently uses less energy weird i don't know if it's true or not it's probably still a website b-l-a-c-k-l-e i think dot com black it's like google but blackle and the, the premise was like a porn site because you're because the screen's black uses energy so it's better for the world that was that was the premise they used. sure uh but i realize you're pulling the same power either way it doesn't matter but no the 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 website i i intentionally made it very minimal when we launched it and the i i still think we're in kind of a soft launch phase of like we're still figuring out what we want to do it's it's like Beta right now, of like this, is we have an idea and we're open to tweak it. So, if you go to the website, go to level2gamers.com and view it and see if you guys have any feedback. But I wanted to make it easier for people on the back end to post content because that's the key. If you make it 20 steps to jump through hoops to get the content on there, nobody's going to work with it and nobody's going to do it outside of us. And if it takes 40 minutes to write one article, it's going to suck. Um, but from a content creator standpoint, getting back to like the search engine and all that, you also have backlinks. So, If you don't notice a little trick we do is every time we get like a trailer We get a video or a gameplay or we talk about a game We either put a link back to a video we've done or we will embed that video directly into The article itself and that helps out both YouTube so YouTube sees that link being somewhere hosted somewhere else like oh, this is actually being shared somewhere else We're gonna put it up the algorithm a little bit and it helps then with the website because that website or that article then shows up in Google as well as a separate entry And ent- ent- entity outside of the video so you, could, you have a, two chances of being seen versus the one before um, And it's quite fun. I actually I actually googled level 2 gamers the other day to See what popped up. Uh, our Instagram is one of the first things that pops up. Yeah. I think I'm gonna actually do We'll do a live talk. Our Instagram is pretty baller nah. So if I type in and should I do space? What do you think? Yeah, Level, two. level
0: 1 Gamers? The level fuck 1 Gamers. What are you doing?
1: So you type in Level 2 Gamers. The first thing is our YouTube channel, which makes sense. And our original, our original intro. Original intro, getting to know me, and the vlog from Indie PopCon this year. Those are the first three. And then we have our Facebook page. You have the Patreon pop-up. Apparently there's a video game guide on Amazon. But like the goal... Our spreadsheets there uh podcasts all that kind of stuff so the goal is to like get the website and youtube talking together so it spreads up so youtube's number one right now obviously as the as the website goes along it'll go up that search search results and help us out and that's if you're content creator again think about those backlinks that you're going to want to have to be able to help with search results because it'll help you in the long run the other thing i talk about a lot of times being platform agnostic and that's where you're not dedicated to one platform too much um I've talked to you privately many a times. We've had discussion privately many a times of how I think YouTube is probably in the worst state it's been in a long time when it comes to being a content creator. YouTube itself is probably in the best position it's been a long time from a money generation standpoint, but from a content creator standpoint, it's probably the scariest position to be in because apocalypse happened, and then there's the uh, demonetization, the limited ads, there's the the algorithm changing at any point. Who, like, who knows what... You're not in control of it essentially. Like if something, if YouTube, Google tomorrow sends out a press release and said, "We decided to shut down YouTube. All of our, all of our content, all of our videos are gone. They're not stored anywhere else. They're not saved anywhere else. That's where they are. I'm sure they give you warning to download them if you wanted them, but take a long ass time. Yeah, they're gone. That's the way it is. So. If you put all your eggs in a basket, say you're a YouTuber and YouTube shuts down, your job is gone. But if you are a YouTuber, or I like to use the term content content creator or online creator or whatever variation of that word, you are on YouTube, you're on Twitch. Which platform is better? Why not both? Um, that's a throwback to our, our uh, panel. Our, again, website. We have the most control right now over the website. And the best part of the website is if it does gain traction and it the first month, I can tell you numbers here in a second, but the first month was pretty well did better than I expected. Um, but if it doesn't gain traction, then people are going to that is your hub. You're in full control of what happens there, as long as you pay your bills and all that kind of stuff. Keep the hosting up, and you're you're good to go. You also have full customization of how it looks. So if we wanted to down the road make it super pretty and hire somebody to say, "Hey, completely redo this," they can. Which is why I chose we have it powered powered by WordPress. It's built on the WordPress platform because they have other little tips and tricks that make it easier to manage. But that kind of thing is like setting yourself up if something were to happen to a platform or something were to happen in general to anything, you're set up to where all your eggs are in one basket that if it fails, you can still have somewhere else to to go. We're smart.
0: Well, he's Mm. smart. I just do what he says mostly.
1: (laughs) So let's go to to statistics here. I'm going to pull up some real-time stats. So... Let's go to months. So again, we've been. It's been. I want to say the fifth is when we first launched everything. So in August of twenty eighteen, we had six hundred fifty views, three hundred fifteen unique viewers, and two views per two page views per visitor. So that means they, on average, went to two pages on each stop. Um, the home page is obviously number one, which makes sense. Uh, Bertrand's is number two. And then the About Us is number three. And then Did You Know the PUBG with PS4 article is number four. And it's really quite interesting to see those go along. Oh no, sorry, I had the wrong thing clicked. It's homepage number one, Did You Notice number two, and then First Impressions number three. And then Josh's Hyper Gun review number four. And it's really interesting to see, like, they have a map on the back end of it. For you, and you can see reviews coming from. So for us, obviously, US and UK tend to be number one and two, just because we're in America. You're from not America, not America, the other place. But you get things like Canada, Australia, Ireland, Germany, France, India, Saudi Arabia, Netherlands. Like you can see all these different places. What the fuck is though.
0: looking at our stuff in Saudi Arabia? That's what I'm saying. It
1: like mind. it's yeah, the the internet is not a global <laughs> is or not a, It is a global thing. It's not. I was gonna say it's not isolated. It's a global thing. And having this and where things come from. Like 71 of our views from August came from Facebook, 26 came from Twitter. I guarantee those are probably our personal ones. Well, the Twitter is probably the Level well, 2 Gamers.
0: Well, the Facebook is Level 2 Gamers link as well. Because yes. every time you post something there, hey. <laughs> we actually have quite a lot of people. <coughs> Excuse me. On our Facebook account, mostly because we used to do, like, the boosted ads and everything. Mm-hmm. Remember when we had, like, 300 people from the Philippines mm-hmm. join our Facebook group? But, like, here's the private <laughs> no, example. Vietnam, it was Vietnam. Yeah,
1: like, search engines. Google, Yahoo, and Bing have all, are all showing up there. Like, it's crazy. You can see how many views per person. You're now currently last of the four people that have posted stuff. Just want to let you know. To
0: look at the site? I don't want to look at it. Up your, what I no,
1: it's your articles. How many people have viewed your articles?
0: Yeah. Oh. That's whatever.
1: I am number one at 326, but I also have, I think, 56, while everybody else has, like, like, Bertrand and Josh have one. Josh, or Bertrand has 46, Josh has 29. I
0: just post, like, random news updates. I rarely post anything of any substance. Yeah. I will at some point.
1: So... But no, and then you can see like insights so you can see like kind of what time and day works best for us so if, ironically I think the best time for us for longest yeah Friday at 9 p.m is the best time for us to post things is when people are most active on our site interesting you can also go on to WordPress and go and log in and make an account and then comment like you would on YouTube so a lot of the stuff's already built in that is on YouTube it's just we have more control over it and from a social media standpoint like from a follower standpoint it tells you like for our share total, we can share to up to 1,100 people every time we posted to Twitter and Facebook. That's the combination of how many people we have following us. Huh. Uh, you can see who follows you. You can see how many visitors. You can see how, what day had the best views ever. Uh, it's, there's just so much that you can go into on here and be like, I want to see what this is. And you see views, average views per day, views per month, all this kind of stuff. So there's so much that you can look in analytics-wise and kind of understand a little bit more where your audience, audience is coming from. And again, from a content creator standpoint, that's useful. So for us, like somebody looked us up for uh, Monster Trucks, the Monster Truck THQ Monster Jam game. Somebody looked that up. don't know why, but they found it. So maybe I'm going to continue talking about that game as time goes on. Or somebody looked up their interest in the first impressions from the, the Wolves, the wolf, Fear the Wolves, Fear the Wolves. Like, maybe we'll tell Bertrand, hey, a month or two down the road, revisit this game and see how much has changed since its early access. And stuff like that to kind of, you don't necessarily use the analytics to 100% make your content, but you use them to understand what people are looking at content wise. So, we'll always be indie and VR, but it'll determine kind of specifically what we end up deciding
0: game wise more yeah.
1: than anything. Yeah. I mean, Daisy hitting hitting game preview. Apparently, that was a thing that people were interested in. So. I don't know. There's so many things that the Overwatch guides do really well, which doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, we have a few trailer. The Hitman guide is doing pretty well. Like it, it it's, it's interesting because we have to try and narrow the focus down. Like I said, news is priority. We had the guides. We wanted to put those up there. But like, how do we make it work? How do we function it? And that's on us to make it easy for you guys to view. But if you are a content creator, I would recommend looking at doing a website. Um, you can do a WordPress blog for free. Uh, it'll just be whatever you choose dot wordpress.com or in our instance. There's there's paid plans We paid for a plan so we could have a unique URL. So you can do just do love two gamers.com. So it's love 2 gamers.com slash Whatever else you put after that link and you can change all those links as you want or as you need to make this slug whatever You want it to be so I don't know. I'm I'm super pumped about it uh, There's the, the ability to embed our own videos if you want to it takes up storage Which is kind of why I'm I'm against it right now until we get more storage inside of WordPress.
0: Or if YouTube crashes. Uh,
1: Yeah, if YouTube goes down or... I mean, because I think ultimately the goal, like you said, is make this the hub. We want everybody to go to the website as the place to go. Whether you're going to the website to read news, you're going to the website to watch when we go live, you're going to the website to to go to go to YouTube or see videos we have on YouTube. They're all gonna be on that website at some point is the goal, I think, going forward how long it takes to get there is the question and how much manpower and all this kind of stuff. But it's, I'm, I'm super excited about how it has all turned out and come out. And it's not, it wasn't a lot of work, the organization sitting down and just, okay, if you, I'm very much a web guy when it comes to designing this. So I go from homepage to get to this video. How many, how many clicks do I have to get to get there? And how can I make that as few as possible? So if I want to go from the homepage to the Brigitte so you want a main video? How do I get to that point, and how do I make that web happen, and not make you have to go six different places to get to where you want to go? Okay. So these are these are the things I talk about. Or think about. <clears throat> yeah, this and is
0: your. This is your little area that you excel at is uh, analytics and you fell off for a while and you were kind of less interested but it's nice to see you back specifically for the website To sort of I'm,
1: I'm always more. interested in analytics I just don't care about certain ones like to me subscribers don't mean anything to me it's retention rate it's viewership it's that kind of stuff that I care about what are people interested in that we're doing what works well what doesn't work well yeah. and I mean we' will always like we said you you don't make your content based on what people want you will shape some of it we will always be indie and VR. I think we've determined that that's what we're doing going forward but within that category if people are obviously interested in something we might put a little bit more emphasis on like that or like the overwatch guides those are just kind of let's see what happens we just did those for
0: fun because we like overwatch a lot and because our buddy wanted an outlet for his uh his knowledge base and uh he was like i don't want to actually talk on the review and the guides but if i write them and give you gameplay will you put them together and we did and they they do really well mm-hmm. probably so. some of the most popular videos on our channel right now
1: probably so i just wanted like i said talk a little bit about the website kind of how it came about what it is you can go to obviously level2gamers.com will take you there you guys can look around give us any feedback like i said it's a work in progress it's still a
0: early always development. Open to feedback.
1: yeah it's i do have fun fact if you go on the website and you search down in the bar you can search anything that'll search the website so if there's a game that you're interested in that you, you might think's on there, go ahead and put it in there. If it's not on there, let us know and we'll see if we can get some coverage of it. Um, you can search authors. So say you like the stuff I write, you like the stuff Tom writes, you like the stuff Bertrand writes, you can look for those specific people and see those specific articles written by those people. Because I know when I look up journalistic things for like reviews and stuff, I tend to lean towards different people based on how I know I feel about a game compared to them a lot of the time.
0: Hey, so. Joe, with their personality. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, that's the website in a nutshell. I'm Like I said, I'm super pumped. It's up and running. It's a work in progress as we go along,
0: but cool. I'm very
1: happy it's going. So.
0: All righty. So, yeah, do go and check out level2gamers.com. Please let us know your opinions either in the comments to this video or preferably over on the website because it'll be cool to do that. Uh, and next up, we have, of course, our game, which is, as always, name that game. Have you ever wanted your videos to get ranked higher in YouTube? Do you know how people do that? Mostly through something called SEO. That's search engine optimization. There's a really handy tool you can use called TubeBuddy. If you download that and install it, it will actually tell you how good your tags are and how you can make them better or just Rank them across all the many tags that are out there. You can get a copy of TubeBuddy and help our channel in the process by clicking the link in the affiliate description below. Please do. Welcome back to the show, and now it's time to play Name That Game, the game in which one of us, in this instance it's going to be me, picks a game for the other person to guess. They can only ask 20 closed questions. A closed question is a question that only has a short one-word or two-word answer, like yes, no, red, blue, you get the idea. Uh, So you can't really discern a whole bunch of information from it, you just get what you need and you move on to the next question. And the idea is that uh, Keegan, in this instance, has to guess the game that I have for him in those 20 questions. And, uh, yeah, we've played it a bunch of times. So if you've ever watched a podcast before or listened to the podcast before, you know how it goes. We love uh, viewer participation in this. So please play along at home. See if you can guess it before Keegan does. And, of course, we will give you the answer on the show um, whether he wins or loses. So um, before we start, I'm going to give a little teaser because you don't know this yet. No.
1: So two weeks from now. It's my time to do the game. I'm doing a different game. So hang out two weeks from now and you guys will be excited to see what's going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to be named that game.
0: Oh, okay. You're it's changing not, the game up.
1: It's not named that game. All right. I will do something different, but you want to be here for that episode. I guarantee you. Assuming everything I've planned has gone through, it's going to be really cool.
0: I'm slightly concerned. You
1: should be. I'm not telling you what the hell it is. I've told... You're going to bamboozle me, aren't you? I think bro. I've told two people so far. Are you going to make me eat
0: happening? those vomit beans? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, as long as you don't do that cuz you're
1: cuz you're not a Harry Potter fan. If you're a Harry Potter fan, I would have That would have
0: been funny to do like Harry Potter theme
1: and like for everyone you get wrong, you'd eat like the vomit bean.
0: Anyway. Uh, number 1. Yeah, question number 1. Go ahead. Hit me with it. What you got?
1: What console is this most famous on?
0: The console that this game was most famous on was the Super NES.
1: SNES. Is it a first-party Nintendo game?
0: Yes, kind of. I feel like it's a yes or a no. Published by Nintendo, developed by Nintendo R&D 1 and Intelligent Systems. So it's kind of a partnership. But I gave you way more but, information. But Nintendo developed used. it. Mostly Nintendo. It's As I to say, it's pretty much most mostly personal. Nintendo.
1: Uh, are you any sort of anthropomorphic creature?
0: You, do you mean am I an animal?
1: Yes. No. <laughs> well, anything that's not human, I guess, was
0: is kind of how I'm no, saying that. You're now. a human. Cool.
1: I just want to say it in a cooler way. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, has there been sequels to this game? Yes. Is this game a well-known Nintendo IP? Yes. So, you're human.
0: Da-der, da-der. Well, I, I had a question, but <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think of the best way to answer it to get the most out of it.
0: Ask it. I'm trying to think of the yeah. best way to ask it. Yeah,
1: no, answer it. Because I'm answering in my head. Answer
0: your own question. Because I'm
1: trying to see how you would answer it and get the answer that I want. So, I got to ask the question. It's like Jeopardy. You get the answer, you got to get the question. you trying to reverse? Yeah. It. Okay. Um,. So human.
0: It's funny with this, because, like, when you know the game, it's, like, you feel like, oh, they're going to get it immediately. Is... And then other times you're just, like, no.
1: Is this a mainline series game in whatever IP it is, or is it a spinoff? It's a mainline. Okay. Because this thing, like, knock out the Mario parties and all that kind of stuff right. out of it.
0: Yeah, no, it's a mainline.
1: Um... Is it an RPG? No. So Zelda's gone. Is Link a human? I mean, I would consider him more human than anything else. And you have, like,
0: elf ears or something?
1: Yeah, but I'd consider him more human than a an anthropomorphic animal. It's humanoid. Yeah. yeah. Consider him more human. Um, they just turn
0: into, like, tree things and stuff sometimes.
1: Are you an average-sized human? Like, like if, I, if you were to go to the game, would you be, like... Five foot ten, five foot eleven. Or are you a shrunk human or a tall you human?
0: You are an average
1: sized human. <laughs> that question sounds oh, weird. weird. So I'm trying to knock out a lot of the Mario games okay. with that
0: question. Well maybe I'm a character in New Donk City. I'm not, but
1: you know. Well, first of all, you you don't play somebody in New Donk City. That's true. So
0: normal size. And
1: you said any or SNES, right? Yeah. Do Couldn't think of a better way to do ask Do you have question. it at
0: home yet, folks? I don't want to do that yet because I haven't asked a question. You should comment when you get it. You, can, you should say, I got it on question um, eight or nine or whatever. That'd be cool. So you're a human, average sized human. Average sized human.
1: On the SNES. On the SNES. It's a, published by Nintendo. Yep. Semi first party.
0: Yep. Mainline. Well, it's
1: mainline, well known IP. Uh, Is it a platformer? Yes. Do you have guns?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you a female? Yeah. (laughs) Is it Metroid?
0: Nope.
1: I don't know (laughs) the Metroid games.
0: You got to get the title right.
1: I'll say Samus Returns, but I don't think that's SNES. I don't know Metroid games. I've never played
0: them. What system was it on? You said SNES. Mhm. What does that stand for?
1: Oh, uh, Super Metroid. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, so, my <laughs> weird human question was the key to all of that. Because I knocked out, because if you knock out, because if you think about Nintendo IPs, I'll let you do your spiel here in a second, but if you think of Nintendo IPs, you have creatures, that would be knocked out of the human question. Average human. You knock out Mario, Peach, anybody in the Mushroom Kingdom. And then you have what's left really is you have Falcon, you have uh, Metroid, you, or Samus, you have...
0: Pretty much so that's you it just, you like you just went through the smash brothers roster yeah
1: pretty much <laughs> I mean that's all you have to do
0: Super Metroid is a side-scrolling action-adventure video game developed and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System video game console it is a third installment in the science fiction Metroid series continuing from the events of the Game Boy game Metroid 2 return of samus it follows a protagonist and playable character samus Aran, who travels to planet Zebus in an attempt to retrieve an infant Metroid stolen by the space pirate leader Ridley. It was released in Japan in March 1994 with other territories later. It was later released through Nintendo's Virtual Console since 2007 and as part of the Super NES Classic Edition Micro Console in September 2017. Um, yeah. So Super Metroid. I played it a little bit. I never I played never it a played lot. It. I'm just it's more kind of just like famous for the whole reveal that like Samus was actually a girl, girl. and not a guy, like yeah. which still like I think is like this, that would blow. It's up there with minds. I am your father. I kind of, I'm still waiting for like Master Chief to take his thing off and be a girl. That's
1: like, not well. What? That's not gonna
0: happen. I know would be cool though.
1: Um, so yeah, mainly so, because the voice. I guess you could do voice modulation.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm gonna do a throwback though before we jump out of here because sure, I just got a message from good old last good milk pig Josh. Oh, cool. Saying his next review is probably gonna be Ninjin, which I was like, hey, I played oh, that yeah. game. So yeah. he's excited. Look forward. Excited. To that. I was like, I, I enjoyed it, so I'm interested to see his views on it
0: cool so uh yeah did you get it what question did you get it i bet it was when he said she was female right uh <laughs> so I, I was a little lack with that one i was like i don't know if he's played it or not it's i, definitely I knew in the it. realm that he would know what it was i just yeah, don't i, I just up, didn't I just know if you it. would ask the right
1: questions so you have to remember super nintendo i would not owned but so your owned, grandma had one yes but the game she owned i can name the five games she owned <laughs> donkey Kong country wheel of fortune uh lion king Yoshi's Island and what was the oh, no. uh Simpsons it was Itchy and Scratchy of some sort, some okay. Simpsons game. I can't remember which one specifically it was. But so that's all she owned.
0: That's no wonder you played so much Donkey Kong. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that was name that game apparently next time we play this is going to be a different game which I'm a little nervous about. But until then, you similar can catch, to name that game. But you want to be here my next tales time. Uh, after the break. welcome back to the show and uh, for my tale I, I, I had a hard time trying to think of something to be honest it was kind of like a late last night thing and I thought what, what's something that's kind of happened it's okay recently? I thought mine
1: earlier this morning <laughs> well during the podcast actually yeah.
0: I was like oh, I'm going to do that what's something that you know happened recently that I wanted to discuss that we haven't really had a chance to, to geek out about yet so I figured what I'd talk about is something that is not indie or VR related because this is the only podcast where I get to do that but it is close to both of our hearts so I know that you'll enjoy this discussion, uh, and that is the inaugural season. you getting comfy? Yeah. I'm
1: the, the inaugural
0: season of the Overwatch League.
1: Hold on, I need you to shut up for a second make sure I'm not peeking the mic. Okay, we're good.
0: <laughs> so, the Overwatch League uh, is essentially uh, put together by... Owl for short. Owl, yeah. It's put together by Blizzard and it was... I mean, people were playing uh, Overwatch. Blizzard Activision. People were Actors playing Overwatch as an esport before this league existed. So know that. You had Apex um, and was the big one. Yeah, you had like, you know, Envy, the typical rosters that would play uh, esport games. And then of course we had the World Cup where they would take the best players from each countries and then that. Did kind you watch of the World Cup, Cup last year? I did I watched only what you watched. So you would watch it here sometimes, and like oh I would catch yeah, it I watched everything. Yeah, I didn't watch I the whole everything. thing. I wasn't. I, I was. In That's my, how I learned a lot of the people. I was on like a lot of Counter Strike kick. A K
1: M surprised that man never showed up in, oh, he did show up in Overwatch League eventually.
0: The flower played, didn't he? I guess there's no age limit on the World Cup? Nope. So he'll be there this, this year as well. That Probably.
1: So anyway, um, so... Unless they change changed the rules to fit the OWL rules. I wonder, because Blizzard runs both, so that's why I'm like, mm. maybe.
0: So, I'm interested. the World Cup happened. The World Cup was, was exciting for, you know, that's the first time really that I could think of that an eSport had like a World Cup where they just got teams, uh, the best players from each area. You're
1: English, you just like anything with the World uh,
0: Cup. It's true. And and um the nice thing about Overwatch is that it is such a global game in terms of the fact that there are just there's people all over the damn place. I mean it is yes, there is heavily skewed towards Korean, but uh there's a ton of like pro American players, pro Australian players, Canada Finland players, lots of Scandinavian in general. Yeah, fucking, there, what is Sweden.
1: it, what is the Finland uh, roster? Almost beat? Are they wrecked?
0: Yeah, Almost they beat awesome.
1: uh, Korea, which is crazy. South yeah. Korea.
0: South Korea. I don't think North Korea has a team. <laughs> I don't think they do either. I don't think they have computers. I uh, have
1: computers. Probably don't have the same <laughs>
0: internet. So, um, so, yeah. So, basically, uh, Blizzard put together kind of a spectacle because the, esports have been on the rise for a long time. Uh, the fighting game genre has been super popular Shooters. for esports. Uh, Counter Strike and Dota and like a lot of the MOBAs. Call, took Call off of Duty a
1: lot. did the thing at E3 a couple years ago.
0: Yeah. So, you know, people started to get the idea that as far as competitive gaming goes, it wasn't all like, ooh, MLG Pro 360. Like, there was actual like substance and strategic. Uh, I
1: really want like a chest strap now because like, this is very comfortable. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There was str- for those of you who are listening, sorry, for those of you who are listening, <laughs> I literally have the tripod on my stomach. Holding the mic to my mouth because it's way more comfortable than leaning forward
0: Uh, So there's a strategic element to a lot of those games and overwatch is you know chock-full of strategy It's a Um, massive online battle arena 28 uh, player at this point in time 28 player roster of lots of various characters with lots of various roles and uh, Lots of maps and ways to attack them and lots of uh, different game types, too so so finally, Blizzard went ahead and sunk, I would assume, a metric fuck ton of money into creating the Overwatch League, which I'm they've been, sure they've them made and it back.
1: The, Them and Toyota. Them
0: Toyota. Yeah, them. Yeah, Toyota was a good sponsor. Toyota was the
1: big sponsor, or uh, and T-Mobile, Toyota, Toyota, mm-hmm. T-Mobile, Intel, and, and Sour
0: Patch Kids or something like that. Yes, um, but T-Mobile, Toyota, sponsor.
1: and Intel were the big ones uh, that were always broadcast like on the stage. Every computer is run by Intel, which doesn't surprise me, because everything's fucking run by Intel at this point.
0: So if you don't know much of anything about the Overwatch League, the inaugural season had minimal teams. So it had a smaller roster. Now, it's they, still a pretty solid amount of teams. They wanted teams. to
1: make sure it was successful before... The, before here's, here's the thing you may not know. Go ahead. Um, do you, you don't follow sports outside of... Like, you don't follow football or anything. Mm-hmm. So the Boston Uprising. Mm-hmm. You familiar with them? Yeah. They're the Overwatch League team. Yes. They're owned by the same person that owns the New England Patriots. Hmm. So, there's a
0: couple of crossovers. There's a lot there?
1: of sports owners that got involved for two reasons. One, think of it from like an investment standpoint. It wasn't that much. I want to say it was something like you had to put up I don't know the exact number. I'm going to get it wrong. It's either a million or 10 million uh, to get it to get to buy in for the roster. And that's not a very big investment for somebody who has hundreds of millions of dollars. So if it do, if it does well and you're in on the ground floor, you're gonna make a shit ton of money. If it does poorly, you cut your losses. You're out the next season. Like that's the way it works. I think they had to sign three-year contracts. But I remember.
0: Correctly. I would say most of those guys probably made their money back in merchandise alone this year. But um, so yeah. So anyway, they kept it minimal. The roster is still pretty pretty heavy. Um, and we talked about it like when it very very first happened, but it's good to reflect because it's been it took a while to finish because it's it's actually four separate sort of seasons and then a, a finale, if you will, or, or a playoff um so I kind of thought it was gonna be like season one done okay now that's the inaugural season over we're gonna do season two but it's like there stages was like, stages yes thank you that's the, is right the word. word so there's four different stages uh of you know everybody playing everybody else etc um
1: you had stage winners and then you had an overall winner so you could yeah. win that specific stage which was cool because each stage the meta changed yeah which was kind of fun to see how people flexed and changed to it because initially uh uh Soul was dominating mm-hmm. and then by the end of the season Soul became like middle-of-the-pack
0: because it, they couldn't keep up It was super interesting how that yeah How that dynamic works something about overwatch that if you're not super into it You may not really know what this means, but there's a consistent um, part of overwatch called the meta and the meta is essentially just like the the, the most effective team composition at that time
1: based on um, based on the players skills Not players, but like character skills, like their nerfs buffs, how much do that? Synchronicity,
0: like and and that kind of thing. It's the game within the game, which is what it stands for. So um, basically, the meta uh, for a good couple uh, stages was the dive meta, and dive is basically you're picking characters that are highly mobile uh, and that can individually dive characters together to take them out one at a time. Dive means to progress. jump on
1: or suffocate essentially. So like Winston, yeah. Winston, Diva. If you play Overwatch, all Winston, Winston, Diva, Diva, is your, Diva your Tracer, Mokama.
0: Genji, Mercy, yeah. Zen were like the yeah. the go-to's for that. Uh, and you would switch it and, up here and Lu- and
1: Lucio too because the speed boost. Yeah. You would have Lucio well.
0: Um and then uh as uh Birgitta came out, she was probably the biggest well, change. You
1: missed you missed one.
0: There was a different one?
1: Yeah, we had the Mercy meta when they did the Mercy Valkyrie. That
0: wasn't part of the Overwatch stages though. She was nerfed to fuck
1: No, she had the happened. she had the Valkyrie in the
0: first stage. Mhm. You sure? Yeah, because everybody
1: played fucking Mercy for the longest time, and then, huh. the, then the nerf happened. I didn't know that. Yeah, via the Mercy meta, where everybody, like, it was literally, you would kill people, and then you're like, well... But
0: fuck. that was still Dive. Like, that was still, like, mostly... But
1: it but it was dominated by Mercy. Like, you had to have right. Mercy. You couldn't play anybody else, which kind of sucked for people like, uh, uh, Joe Meister.
0: So when uh so when I guess when Mercy got nerfed and Brigitte came out shortly, so not really shortly but like a little while after, uh I wouldn't say it was like end of stage 3, stage 4ish yeah, time. Four. Um the meta completely shifted over to what is now known as goats <laughs> and uh Goats is basically Reinhardt, Zarya, um, Moira, Lucio, and Brigida. It's six. And then, like, another Isn't it? tank. No, that's five. Oh. Uh, usually it's, like, another tank, like a Diva or something, just a, or a Roadhog. Just, just, just a lot of health. Ec- yeah, three tanks, three healers just go to fucking town for the most part. Um, and Brigida's, like, half a tank anyway. So um, And then we got to see, kind of, with the, uh, the All-Star Weekend, how it changed again with Wrecking Ball, who actually got quite a lot of play on the All-Star Weekend. I was surprised how much they played. Torbjorn right. got to play. As yeah, well. Torbjorn. that was amazing. Um, so either way, that the meta is consistently shifting, which means that players that get hired onto a team because they are excellent at playing, like Widow, or they're excellent at playing I mean, Genji or whatever. A
1: really, a really good example of how the meta can affect a, a person is uh, on Philly Fusion. We're both Philly Fusion fans. Uh, Shadowburn is one of the best Genji players, period. Uh, his fair, his is pretty good too, but he's known as like. Genji and he's a risk-reward guy, but stage two EQO came out and started playing and the reason I think they stuck with EQO more than with Shadowburn because Shadowburn is in My opinion still the better Genji player is EQO could play more characters and could flex to somebody else if they need it And now I think recently Shadowburn just got released so it did. He got released along with surprising. a couple others. Yeah, but like that just shows you like these and we were joking earlier Because you can watch live streams these guys playing characters. They don't normally play in the league and like why is fucking Boombox playing Widowmaker?
0: Yeah, Boombox <laughs> Carpe? is pretty shitty Widowmaker, in case you are yeah. wondering. Which makes me feel good about my life. Um, but, but anyway, so the grander scheme of things here, uh, kind of the point that I'm trying to get to, slowly but surely, is that Blizzard sunk all of this effort into this four-stage playoff competition with professional casters, um, uh, its own arena, the Blizzard Arena. In, well, the I Blizzard believe, Arena had been around for a little while. Is but... it Anaheim, isn't it?
1: Uh, it's the former Tonight Show set, so it might be LA. It's former Tonight Show Somewhere set. Southern
0: California, and um, so so they they went through, uh, and I think it's safe to say that kind of during the the process of this, because it started out a little shaky. Like, would you agree that you th- you feel like there was like there was a lot of like controversies that came up and players got like banned a couple games here and there and it was just kind of like... it was like, throughout
1: the season. It wasn't just early. It was throughout the whole season. I
0: feel like more of it happened at the beginning, though. I think as the stages went on, more people well, it's kind of people go- left that were issues. Well, yeah, they took less shit. But I feel realized. like more people kind of started to take it as a serious thing like I, I mean they were making a lot of money of this was not it's not like you know mr mis- so the mis- average through.
1: the a- the minimum salary for an overwatch league player is $50,000 mm-hmm. they can make more than that and they had health insurance and all that
0: and if you um, win like a, a stage you get you a, bonus. a bonus if you yeah. win the whole thing you got a really big bonus million dollars well uh, divided
1: up among the whole team too. Yeah, so who that's still. actually divided
0: um But even like, you know, runners up and stuff were getting bonuses as well. So so about halfway through, like to three quarters of the way through the season, uh, Blizzard started really like showcasing what they had to other entertainment entities, one of which you may have heard of It's called Disney. Uh, And Disney uh, was given rights to show Overwatch League games on like Disney XD. Uh, ESPN picked up rights to show Overwatch games. You know, you know,
1: know Disney owns ESPN,
0: right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So you would go to like a bar. And you might see fucking Overwatch on the TV instead of Golf.
1: My dad one time texted me. He goes, this video game you've talked about before is on on ESPN. What is it? I was like, it's something you will never get into. (laughs)
0: Uh, And uh, they also had a partnership with Lego, which is starting up now, which supposedly is going to lead to some kind of a Lego movie with the Overwatch characters. And I'm sure they're going to have little lego tracers and stuff nerf uh the nerf uh, guns they have tracer and uh reaper nerf guns they have now as well on Divas. i'm
1: interested because like again i don't know if you know this but so the first over overwatching when they started they they didn't know how it was going to be they did their best to give them the best product they had and i'd love to know like financials uh, how how successful it was financially. But the goal is, because like you said, everybody plays in the Blizzard Arena in L.A. And the goal is to eventually have every team in their own city. So right now it's weird that Philadelphia Fusion is made up of nobody from Philly, and they don't play in Philadelphia. What the fuck? Yeah, but eventually the goal from, is...
0: From London perspective, yeah. <laughs> my team is all Korean people.
1: Yes. So it's like one of those things where they're going to be playing in those cities. I'm interested to see the international how that's going to work. They gonna
0: do it over land then, or are they going like, to going to do it like over? They're
1: going to p- have arenas that they're going to come into.
0: Oh, so they're actually going to visit each other.
1: Yes, that's going to be that's, a bummer that's the have plan. To
0: get jet lagged. That's what
1: I'm saying. That it's going to yeah. be interesting because that way you don't have lag and all that kind of stuff. Or who knows? It might do online thing and then mash them together in the that's broadcast. Fine. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure the finals and all that will still be the fact that they filled Barclay Center, really cool. It's a big that's where Quakely the too. that's where the Nets play.
0: That's, that sucker saw uh, that quick.
1: Yeah. So I, I I don't know if you knew that, but their goal is eventually to have each team play in their own city mm. and with their own uh, arenas it's just finding venues and all the kind of stuff because it's expensive to build a venue And the question is do they build it specifically for esports? Do they take as ex- existing stadiums there and retrofit yeah. them What's the because I think they wanted to know what the audience was before they committed to building stadiums everywhere
0: I think it's safe to say that it was successful enough that you uh, average you average
1: about 125,000 viewers uh, Every stream
0: and if that's it, just on twitch. Yeah, I and mean, that's not including like the Disney XD and Yeah, ESPN and but all I'm all just
1: that. saying that 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 is good and then the the playoffs and the finals was way higher than that but my mm. to give you an idea like normal esports and again I'm a stats guy but normal esports on like ESPN when you watch like i don't know counter strike or you watch uh dota. rainbow six siege or dota like those audiences well dota is dota's big but like counter strike or I rainbow I six know, siege yeah. is like 60 to 70,000 so you're already 40,000 above that and it's funny because like they tied the game in. Well, I feel like if I played Rainbow Six Siege or I played uh, or I watched Rainbow Six Siege or I watched Counter-Strike, I would feel like I could potentially play the game, but I don't think like the skill level there is incredibly high. Versus Overwatch, every time I fucking watch an Overwatch thing, it's like, you would learn something. Like, let me try that. And yeah. you'd learn as you go along. And I'm sure it's the same with the other two. But that was, I think, a byproduct they didn't really expect was like... I think people are going to get better at the game because of the Overwatch League and watching positioning and all that. And
0: the other thing that kind of is is fun and surprising about the way that Overwatch works is also down to the way that Blizzard works and the fact that they continuously are doing like events and new characters and new maps and like throwing I mean, Overwatch those is into from twenty fifteen so yeah so like it's a continual kind of change to the landscape of the game so it's not like Counter strike has basically been the same game for however many years. years they might update a map or two here and there or tweak one or something but those maps are super well known and, and that's the way that most of the players like it with overwatch it's almost like people like welcome a challenge like a new character comes out like cool let me learn that guy mm-hmm. or a new map comes out and they, they just want to disrupt the meta they want to keep it less kind of like uh, boring and, and keep it and, and the other thing is that the way that Blizzard drips lore out? In terms of not much of anything really at all when it comes to the characters. Well, they ever, do they do the
1: cinematics and do the comics. They do once in it, a blue do, moon. A yeah. Uh, once, well, the, com- the comics come out. Uh, there's at least three a month from oh, different I don't characters. Know about that. Yeah. There's only me, like
0: 15 total right now.
1: It depends on. So you're talking about like published by Blizzard, or are you talking about extended universe stuff?
0: No, the the mainline ones is only like yeah, 15 or. 16. There's not very
1: many of those. But the the extended universe, there's always something coming out.
0: With the 28-character roster that they have and the heavy lore, like, focus that they have, there's a lot there. And the nice part about it is it's already kind of cartoony, right? I mean, Blizzard is like... I mean, our friend uh, Brian jokingly calls it... What is it? Uh Call of Disney. Uh cause of call of Disney. Because they're essentially like fucking Pixar characters that just have guns and stuff, but they all have very unique personalities, they all have good backstories, good origin stories, they all have special abilities. I mean, really, like I'm amazed there isn't like Overwatch action figures at this point, like not just figurines, but like actual action figures. They could make a show out of this, they could make a movie out of this. There's so much untapped potential in that universe, mostly based off the fact that the lore is still kind of like a little thin on the ground. Like a lot of of people have a good understanding of what's going on, but no one has the whole picture, and that's kind of the beauty of it. It's still mysterious. That's not including the competitive aspects of it in terms of like you know getting good with players and stuff. But that means that a lot of companies, I think, when they're looking at this league, they're not just looking at these like really like talented players playing this game to the best of their ability. They're also thinking, oh, there is a future in this. There is a lot of characters. It's a, it's a branding. That, yeah, that it's they want to be able to do stuff with. Um, and you know, every kid has their. Their favorite character and they're, all, they're you know, there's going to be a bunch of little lords that go out and buy the reaper nerf guns and stuff so so i think it went spectacularly well um i think they put on the best possible show they could i think the casters were all great um i think the world cup is only going to further that because the world cup is going to open people up to the idea of different that's where
1: players. i started watching competitive over, overwatch was the world cup mm-hmm. i watched that first and then i saw owls announced and i think I, that's when i sent you and talked to you about it and yeah like, hey Uh, Because I loved watching the World Cup last year because it was so, like, oh my God. Because that's when I started getting into Overwatch. So they're
0: in the group stages right now.
1: um, Well, they finished the first group stage.
0: Yeah, they finished the Korean Peninsula group stage. I think they're in Europe next.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, no, America's Australia, not.
0: isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, um, we don't know. So they're going to like they're going to the group stages before they go to the final actual World Cup game, um, which is going to be equally as uh, as exciting as anything that you've seen in owl but with players that you perhaps didn't get to see. There is a, a young player uh, called Flower who was absolutely dominant in last year's World Cup, he but he's too young to play in Overwatch, so he's just on the back burner for New York. Excelsior, well, that's, that's like, that
1: was like uh, Snillow. For mm. fusion, Stillo was one of the best tracers, and finally got an opportunity because he came old enough.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, I just think all in all, it's a fun thing to talk about because this is this is video games at their best, um, really showcasing what can happen. United States is next. Okay.
1: Uh, that's what I thought. Is United States, Thailand, France.
0: Okay. Um, so it's really showcasing like how to put on, on put on a show, how to build a brand, how to make something that has got so much Friday. force behind it <laughs> that um, that everyone is kind of into it right now. And I'd say, like if you're at all a little bit of a fan of like uh, the idea of competitive video games, Overwatch is a great place to start, especially if you've actually played the game because then you obviously already understand it. But they, they even do a great job of like breaking down like what this game type is. Like, they well, put these little videos that was, for, like what's a payload. That map?
1: was added when they Added ESPN, which I really like. I noticed that. Like, yeah. I, I <laughs> love that because there's so many. Like, I like I joked earlier. My my dad's like, "What is this?" I'm like, something you'll never watch. But he is a fan of sports. I mean, he may not describe Overwatch as a sport because there's the argument there: of, are these people athletes? All that kind of stuff. But uh but if you were to watch that you then kind of have an understanding of what's going on. it's like the first time i watched nascar i don't fucking know what's going on it's, most people say it's cars going in circles which at its simplest form that's what's happening in overwatch at its simplest form it's cartoon characters shooting each other yeah um but there's way more that goes in the more you dig into it and same thing with baseball if baseball somebody hits the ball and runs around in circles
0: yeah, some of those plays, especially towards the end, I'll, I'll never forget that Los Angeles play where they like they had the uh, Brigida hang and spawn. Uh, yeah, hang and spawn, and then like sure the four. rest of the team went around, and then Surefire swapped out the Widow and took out the the healers, and oh my God, man, some really exciting moments. Um, but I just want to talk about it a little bit now that it's over. Um, our team was second place. Uh, we almost had it. We kind of choked a little bit towards the end there, but
1: I honestly didn't London expect him to go that it. far because no, was definitely all. the underdog.
0: We had only practiced for like, what, two weeks or something before the, the start of the thing, whereas other we, teams have been we practicing. Didn't, we didn't go for, to the
1: preseason. Yeah. Because we have, the Fusion had the most international players, so getting everybody, like, from different countries, not international, because I think most teams had international players. Yeah. But we had most different countries, so getting people in one area, yeah. not so easy.
0: I think after the first uh, season, though, that we can expect them to be a little bit more cohesive and let, let a few players go, which, you know, opens up doors for more players. I'd, and then the nice part about as like, long as we keep getting Carpe. into it... I'm actually at a point now where, like, I'm starting to look uh, mostly because of Jane's coaching. I'm looking at the players that are like not in OWL but are close to OWL level, and wondering when they're going to start getting picked up. Like, I don't want to see XQC in there, but I really want to see Well, no,
1: XQC won't do it. He said he's done with Overwatch.
0: So no, he won't be alive. Same anyway. thing with Siegel. But I want to see uh, I want to see Kefri make it up there. He's a badass Widowmaker, and like Shanghai let like I showed you the other day, Shanghai let everybody except for three people on their entire roster go. Shanghai Dragons, if you're unfamiliar, went 0-40 and 40 for the entire first season. They never won a game. They won a map or two, but they never won a game. Uh, so they basically just gutted their entire roster except for a couple folks. And uh, so they're going to be re- rebuilding that, which is exciting because they might actually win a game. And I think the first game they win, everyone's going to lose their fucking minds. Do you watch Contenders? Sometimes. Cool. Yeah, the, uh, I like it's the like, Hurricanes. It's like the double A. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I guess AAA. I watched the Fusion University yeah they're good too. for obvious reasons yeah i support my team tom
0: well the hurricanes are actually english for the most part yeah well so that's fuck why them, like
1: them. <laughs> fusion
0: anyway uh, you know so, they're not gonna make is they're playing behind koreans yeah i'm sure um so yeah that's that's i just wanted to, to talk about it a little bit not, not go too heavily into it but just kind of let you guys know that 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 happened it's over it'll be back but for the meantime um you can enjoy the world cup which is currently in its group it's, stages
1: it's right now if you're watching this the day it comes out, there is an event going on this weekend.
0: Yeah, the and I think it's, what is it? Internet. Play Overwatch is the Twitch channel to watch it on, so you can hop over there and catch all the, all the or footage. Or just go to right.
1: playoverwatch.com slash world cup, and it has everything there as well. Yeah.
0: So, that's our show. Uh, thanks a lot for watching. Is there, is there any kind of thing you want to add uh, about anything, about the website, or Overwatch, or...
1: No? I ranked higher than you in Overwatch competitive this year.
0: Yeah, you. well, no, you ranked higher than my current position. I ranked higher than you. No, this season, after. I'm higher than you. Not anymore
1: oh because i haven't played
0: because <laughs> I, like, I didn't play fuck that i just won 10 games straight because uh, <laughs> i didn't play you can play i with... don't have a problem i play other games too. yeah Tom. no i have a problem anyway i'm playing um, and elder scrolls we love you guys thank you for all your support please check out the website and give your feedback to that let us know your thoughts on anything that we've discussed here or in indie please add details or codename morpheus uh we will be back in a couple weeks with some more podcasts for you in the meantime look forward to all the gameplay and the news and the reviews and things that are Going to pop up on the channel. Um, yeah, thank you. We really do. It does mean the world to us. The support that we've been getting. I'm getting a ton of support lately. I'm really feeling the love. <laughs> what are you I grinning see
1: at? See what's happening? What? I was thinking about how I have to go grab my hard drive out of my car once we're done here. My brain had already shut off. Oh, okay. I was waiting for you to wrap it up and just go on <laughs> autopilot of welcome to the second level. And you looked at me and I was like, well, I feel like I got to say something now.
0: Thank you all so much for watching, and as always, welcome welcome to to the the second second
1: level. level. Bye. That's just autoplay in my head.